0: Welcome back to a new episode of the Elevate Your Running Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us for another week of discussion around how we can become stronger runners and stronger people in our lives. Today we are discussing some things that we believe you should remember as you head into a new year with new goals and bigger aspirations. These ideas that we discuss, when you forget them, You can easily be limited by what you believe you can accomplish. Our lives become busy and we become challenged by the day by day circumstances that cloud our pursuit towards a goal. But when you remember the three things that we discussed today, and maybe you write them down, maybe you make them visible for yourself, they serve as something that allows you to power through those challenging moments. You believe and you begin to understand time and time again that you are stronger than you think you are. You believe in yourself, the training that you do, and how you show up for yourself every single day. And ultimately, in those understandings, you play big. You take chances and you go all in on what you truly want and what you want to create out of your life that is what this episode is all about we hope that you take away some important ideas and perspectives and begin to implement those as we turn the calendar towards a new year have great running have a great new year and enjoy this week's episode
1: Hello everyone, welcome to a new Elevate Your Running Podcast episode. We are here today to talk about things to add to your training for 2023. Austin and I are gonna be reflecting on our last year and it's gonna be a really exciting conversation. Austin, how are you doing?
0: I'm great. I'm uh, really excited for this conversation. I love this time of the year because it allows us to do exactly what you just said, that is reflect on the year that we've had, the progress that we've made, and then to project forward to what we want for the upcoming year. So it's a really great time. And hopefully this episode provides our listeners with a lot of energy and forward momentum for the year that lies ahead.
1: Yeah, definitely. And you, if you've been listening every week, you can probably sense a theme in the last like four or five episodes. We've been talking about mental strength. We've been talking about goal planning, and these are all really big key factors that can really take and elevate your training to new levels. So, um, so I'm really excited for this conversation as well. Um, what is your elevated moment, Austin?
0: Yeah, I mean, kind of on that theme, my elevated moment is really just progress over the last few months, um, specifically through the lens of training and training towards the goal of this ultra marathon in February. I've been really happy, and it it hasn't been as easy as it you know may look when you look at like the Strava chart of progress and like your last however many weeks um, in terms of mileage, but to be able to be structured in my own way of how to build that mileage in a smart tactical approach and to stay healthy through that. Um, I had two, two really good long runs the past two days. Um, and that's kind of part of the strategy for preparing for this ultra marathon is stacking mileage in a two day approach, uh, typically over the weekends. So that, and then just weekly mileage continuing to build starting to feel really good and I'm just happy that I've been able to do this um, in a smart way and I've stayed healthy and I'm actually feeling really strong so something that's a celebration for me and hopefully can be continued over the next few weeks before I get into some point of taper uh, for this mm-hmm. race which will be its own challenge I'm sure but definitely embracing it.
1: Yeah, that's incredible. And it's such a great place to be in your training when you are seeing the results. You're super consistent and you're bringing to the table the consistency, the passion, the thoughtfulness, the intention, the curiosity, all of the things to create a really great training cycle. And I'm really excited to see what you can do um, here in a few weeks. It's going to be great.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. What is your elevated moment? Sarah?
1: Yeah, um, mine is definitely on the theme of reflection. And my elevated moment is really over the course of the last 12 months, and specifically 11 months with this podcast, and just how grateful I am for the growth with the Elevate team with the podcast, and the positivity and the community that comes with it. And now I get to figure out like, how I can keep everything going at the pace that it's going. So um, so it's a good uh, quote unquote problem to have, but I am really, really grateful for the growth and all the fun projects that are coming my way and um, and just everything that this last year has been about. And even with my own training, I've seen incredible progress over the last five or six months. And as a master runner now, that's very exciting to know that my best years are still ahead. And, um, and cheers to that.
0: Yeah. I, I absolutely love that elevated moment because it does allow me to reflect on the growth of this podcast as well. We've been doing this since this past February. So coming up on a year here pretty soon. And it's just amazing. I mean, it makes my week to not only put out an episode every single week, but then to get, some feedback from our listeners that they loved it. They found value in it. It's really cool. um, And it's allowed me to connect with a lot of amazing people uh, through social media primarily. But that is extremely meaningful to me. So thank you to everyone who reaches out. Thank you to everyone who listens every single week. We are really excited for 2023 and continuing to share and grow this podcast. And with that, and in doing that this past year, we have been able to partner with Inside Tracker. Whether you run, ride, hike, or swim, you understand what it means to push harder, reach farther, and go the extra mile. This relentless drive runs in your blood. That's why Inside Tracker provides you with a personalized plan to build endurance, boost energy, and optimize your health for the long haul. Created by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics, Inside Tracker analyzes your blood, DNA, and fitness tracking data to identify where you are optimized and where you're not. You'll get a daily action plan with personalized guidance on the right exercise, nutrition, and supplementation for your body. And when you connect Inside Tracker with your Fitbit or Garmin, you'll also unlock real time recovery pro tips after you complete your workout. It's like having your own personal trainer and nutritionist in your pocket. For a limited time, you can get 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Just go to insidetracker.com forward slash elevate your running. That's insidetracker.com forward slash elevate your running. And if you are looking to take your training and honestly, your, your overall health to the next level in 2023, Inside Tracker is a really great approach to doing that. I know it's something that I plan to get done early on this year and then probably at the midpoint of this year to see how training is influencing or playing a role in certain biomarkers. So definitely recommend that if you have big goals that you want to pursue and achieve, look into Inside Tracker. They will really help you out with that. And as Sarah mentioned, we are discussing the upcoming year in this episode. We are discussing specifically three things that we believe you should know as you head into the new year and really on the theme that we've had throughout the past few episodes of this podcast is that a lot of these revolve around the mind and mental strength and your ability to leverage your perception and the thoughts that you have every single day towards the goals that you want to achieve. And a lot of those goals that we set for ourselves, especially as runners, can be physical. They're physical goals, but they cannot be achieved unless we consider and really leverage the mental side of things, unless we view, as Dr. Ross mentioned in a recent episode, that the mind is a muscle, the mind can be trained, the mind needs to be trained if we are going to ultimately be stronger. So as we go into this week's episode and look to provide you with value as we near a new year... Sarah, I want you to run with a few ideas that you've had recently on this topic and beginning with one that I think we have discussed many times over the first 49 episodes of this podcast because it's something that we believe and it's something that there's so much power when you prove it to yourself. So Sarah, take that and run with it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the first point is, that you are so much stronger than you think you are. And a lot of times you might not believe that you might not feel it. Um, But invitation to really lean into how you can find that strength. And that could be in a workout, that could be in a long run, that can be through consistency and training, it could be from a teammate sharing with you that you look really strong today or you're running really strong. It could be from your running coach or your running community. Maybe it's someone on Strava. Like there are some benefits to social media and having the kudos and the likes and the comments that are positive around athleticism and and who you are and how you're showing up is a really cool thing. And it's something that I think a lot of us think that we're not as strong as we really are, or we have that imposter syndrome, or we feel like um, maybe the inside doesn't feel as good as the outside, right? I've shared that in a recent episode where a lot of times I'll look at videos afterwards, um, or pictures, and I'm like, oh, wow, I actually look very comfortable running something that doesn't feel comfortable. So how much of that is in my head versus like the actual pace, right? Um, So the first the first things first, you are definitely stronger than you think you are. And once you start seeing it, once you start believing it, and once you start seeing those little nuggets, it will transform into larger segments of when you feel that way. And ultimately, it's going to be a a dominant thought at some point. Um, And like Dr. Ross said, in a recent episode, like, The mind is trainable and Austin also shared it. And it's something that we get to practice. We get to practice that positive self-talk. We get to practice showing up. We practice our performance standards, right? We've talked about that in a recent episode where maybe your performance standard is, okay, this doesn't actually feel good, but I'm going to flow through it anyways, instead of stopping and stopping my watch, taking a break and getting back to it, or just, you know, quitting the run or running easy or whatever it is, um, you might be able to meet your performance standards. And then once you're doing that, you're ultimately creating that consistency to be a stronger athlete.
0: Performance standards are, are huge. And I'm really happy that we had a discussion around that topic recently. Because it's such a great way to view what we want and how we're going to get there. I view performance standards as something that has been on my mind a lot over the past year, which is just making agreements with yourself Mm -hmm. and being willing, not even willing, but being strict and honoring those agreements with yourself. So like on a micro day-to-day level, what that looks like is if you say you're going to get your training run in. You get your training run in. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. You're going to do it. It's not a matter of if, it's more so a matter of when. And so when we set that as just one of our performance standards, right? Like we're going to do the work on a consistent basis. Where, Sarah, like you said, we're not going to stop our watch. If it gets hard, we are going to push through discomfort. And ultimately, we're going to perform that to the level that we want to, because we can. It's just a matter of fighting, in in some cases, fighting that internal battle and not allowing the things that are going on in the outside to stop you from winning that internal battle. This is a really great time of year to consider what we want and who we want to be, because things do slow down around this time of year. I hope that things are slowing down for people as you listen to this podcast and As we turn the page to a new year, because when things slow down, we can really gain clarity on who we want to be and what we want to do and what we want to represent. Now, it gets hard when we get into the first few months of the year and things pick up again, things speed up, we realize the internal and external stressors that are imposed upon us. And that's when we really have to get to work. And we have to fight the battle. And I do believe that we fight the battle and we prove how strong we are by establishing and holding strong to those performance standards, those performance standards of how do you want to show up and what are you going to do for yourself? That's ultimately what it's about. Like, what are you going to do for yourself? Even if the primary goal is to serve others, you have to serve yourself first. You have to hold true to who you are because you can't fake that. You can't fake the understanding that you are not the best version of yourself in that moment. It can get really hard when we feel like life is stressful, like life is hard and it moves really fast. But if you just identify those little things that you can do every single day to show and honor that strength that you have, that is really powerful.
1: It is really powerful. And an invitation to put the oxygen mask on first. And I also get to lean into that too. But we get to show up in our strongest self and we get to drop into our heart and really create what we want to create where we have a full cup. And anytime we have um, you know, an empty cup or a pretty close to an empty cup, like that's when everything at least in my experience, it starts to kind of fall apart a little bit, or there's more stress, there's more anxiety. Um, So what can you do specifically over these, you know, next few weeks as we get into a new year, and things really do start to pick up. And, you know, for the Elevate team, we have quite a few people racing. So there's a lot going on with taper, but also a lot of race prep, too. And how you can find that new balance, because if, you don't have a plan and if they're, and you don't have, um, you know, segments listed out or, or mini goals or micro goals throughout every single day, ultimately when things pick up, you're just going to revert back to how you've always shown up or how you've always reacted. Um, because that's how, what, you know, right. So now is also a great time to kind of like shift a little bit in how, in how you want to show up for 2023.
0: Yeah, one piece of advice that I thought about as you were talking Sarah is be willing to simplify your approach to this new year. And what I mean by that is like, it's going to be really easy to sit down and let's say that you're journaling just as a visual. It's going to be really easy to fill up that page with thoughts and ideas and then potentially even move on to the next page just because the amount of thoughts that are flooding in and all that you want to do. And that's a really great thing. But what you need to be able to do is to synthesize and to combine those thoughts in a way that at the end of the day, like as you move forward into the year, that page is actually really simple to look at and read and digest because it only has a few key things that you want. Now, what goes into those things and the achievement of those goals is a lot like It does take a lot of hard work and commitment and dedication to achieve goals. But I think that if we go into the new year with that full page and we don't simplify it in some way and we don't make it look to be something that is like easily digestible for ourselves. Think of it as like an elevator pitch. Can you give an elevator pitch, meaning like a quick explanation of what you want for the upcoming year? If if it's going to take minutes on end to explain like what you want to do and how you're going to get there, it might be too much for you to put into action and and continue action towards when things do get stressful, like life is going to fill up the page for you. You don't need to go in with a full page. So go in to the new year with a pretty simple, straightforward approach to what you want to achieve those outcome oriented goals, and then who you want to represent. Who do you want to be? Keep it simple and then allow the things that come at you. You can you can handle those, but only if you keep it simple on the front end and move forward from there. And I think I'm, I may have said one of the the buzzwords that we want to talk about next. I may not have. It was in my head if I didn't say it. But Sarah, do you want to kind of talk through because it does feed off of our first point here of how strong you are of what we really need to center ourselves on heading into the new year.
1: Yeah, we all get to believe in ourselves and believe in what you're doing and believe in the training and what you can accomplish because 100% is possible 100% of the time. And if you don't believe in yourself, who is going to believe in you, right? It all starts with you. It all starts the center core of you. And a lot of times, you know, believing in yourself can come through, you know, moments in training, that confidence, believing that you're stronger, seeing that you're stronger seeing progress in your training, having someone who also believes in you. And, and I'm a big believer in like supporting um, or having people around you who lift you high and support you and love you. And really are the cheerleaders for you in life. And I feel like we all get to have those people in our lives. And, um, and it does make a difference because if you can believe in yourself. They believe in you. Anything can be accomplished. If you're willing to put the work in and be consistent and, and, you know, do what you need to do, um, to hit those goals and everyone's going to be different in that way. But it ultimately starts with believing.
0: It does. And I I view belief as like being able to advocate for yourself, both for yourself and to other people. So, you know, in three ways, like if you're going to advocate for yourself, for yourself, that has to start within. You have to have thoughts around, like we've already discussed, the strength that you have, the possibilities that you can achieve. And And the understanding that you can push through when the challenges do present themselves and they get really hard, it starts with thought. Second is action. You've got to then take that thought and translate it into daily action. Because if you're not putting in the actions and and investing towards what you want and towards who you want to be, you can't fool yourself. You'll know that the progress isn't being made And then the third thing is when you've done those previous two, the thought, the action, that's when you can advocate for yourself through words because you know who you are. You've proven to yourself who you are. Now you can, I don't want to say prove to other people who you are, but if if it gets hard and you need to advocate for yourself, there's going to be a lot of times where through your words, you do need to say like, this is who I am. This is who I represent. And this is what I am working towards. And in a way, like that comes back to time. Your page is gonna get filled up. Are you willing to advocate? And we've we've had an episode much earlier on in this podcast on like the power of saying no sometimes. That's part of advocating for yourself. So consider uh, those three things. Sorry, Sarah. Thought, action, and words. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. And I feel like, you know, part B of words is your like your actions also are going to prove to others that you believe in yourself right so a lot of times it can it can be at the very tail end as well so once you go through that whole process and you know i'm thinking to like when i made a change with a running coach earlier this year and you know i needed to believe in myself i needed to think about what I wanted. I needed to communicate what I needed and wanted. And I also needed to believe in myself um, while I was having those conversations um, on both sides to figure out who I wanted to partner with next to take me to the level that I want to go. And then it's backing all of that up with my actions, right? So showing up to training on Wednesday mornings, which is very uncomfortable for me. Um, especially right now in the winter, it is so cold, (laughs) Um, but it is a great process to go through and it does lend itself to our first point tonight of, you know, believing that I'm stronger than I think I am believing that you're stronger than you think you are. And then into our next point. So they all kind of flow together and it really does, you know, come down to you believing in yourself thinking taking action and and moving forward
0: yeah and you know I want I I've heard this before and it, it's really perspective altering as before we transition to this final point is that everyone's a leader you get to serve as a leader no matter whether you have like a role that establishes you as that and what I mean by that is asking yourself the question of What are you teaching and what are you exemplifying? What are you serving as a role model for, for anyone who is observing your daily actions and the way that you conduct yourself? And that goes to advocating for yourself. I think it's really easy to say, like, if I say no to somebody, if I have to advocate for what I feel is best for me, and it looks like I'm not caring about that person, what are you teaching that person or anyone else who's watching about how they should advocate for themselves. Consider the fact that if if you take the action that is best for you, and a lot of the times that the actions that are best for us, like you mentioned with the oxygen mask example, the actions that are best for us are oftentimes going to be the actions that are best for the people we care most about because we have to serve ourselves before we can serve someone else. So if you're considering what it means to advocate for yourself and why it's important is because that that's a lesson that needs to be taught to people is that there's strength in serving yourself and then serving others and understanding that those two things feed off of each other. And when we can do that and then serve as a leader through our actions, the little decisions that you're making. If someone's watching, they understand potentially what they need to be doing that they could not be doing or that they are not deciding to do because they're worried about What other people are going to think. But potentially, by the way that you live your life, you can provide a positive influence to someone else just by empowering them to make that decision for themselves.
1: Oh, yeah. I love that. And I feel like we can't be too caught up in what other people think either, right? We get to live authentically, we get to be ourselves, we get to show up in the way that we show up, and the right people will be attracted to you or vice versa, right? Like the right people will come into your life and hopefully they're all inspired by that. And, you know, everyone can kind of lean on each other to learn and grow to be a stronger version of themselves.
0: Yeah, absolutely. This next point I love talking about. I think there's so much to it. Um, There's a lot of different like ways that you can interpret this simple statement And we'll do our best to do that. And that is to play big. To play big. And I kind of view it as like getting uncomfortable and walking the line a little bit. Like your goals are are so audacious. And we talked about this on a recent episode where you have like just manageable challenges. There are things that, man, like I think I can do it, but it's going to be really hard. And it almost makes you nervous. It definitely makes you nervous. Not even almost. Almost. Like you're scared a little bit because you are afraid of like, what if I don't? But what if you do? And what, what happens when you put in that work and you play big and you take the chance? What happens then? That's what you have to find out. You have to be curious to find out. You have to be willing to get uncomfortable to find out. Playing big means so much. And I hope that when we say that, like if our main encouragement of this episode is to say, play big. What does that mean to you? Consider that. What can you do with that statement? How can you apply it to the upcoming 12 months of your life?
1: Yeah. In a recent uh, goal setting episode, we talked about, believe I said this, it's like a goal that makes you like sweat a little bit, right? Like lean into those things, and that's how you're going to play big for the new year. And that's going to look different to everyone, right? Like this year, I leaned into, running a lot to prep for Chicago, right? Like I had some amazing weeks in the seventies and I was super excited about that because that was playing big to me. Now, if you take my coach who's an elite uh, runner, she was running like 110 to 115 miles leading into New York. Right. And then you take a look at um, let's say my neighbor down the street and he also ran Chicago. This is actually a true story. We saw each other um, at the ShakeOut Run on um, the day before Chicago on the by the Lakeshore. He was in the Tracksmith run group. I was in the Running Explained run group. But anyways, it was super cool. Um, and he ran quite a bit less and still crushed his goal, right? So it's going to look different to everyone, but it's going to be specific to you and what playing big, Means to you, so that could mean even having smarter workouts, right? Like maybe you're playing big to do less for next year because that scares you. Like, trusting the training, trusting that one workout a week is going to be enough to hit the goal that you're set to achieve for 2023. It could be feedback, it could be tough long runs, it could be, um, it could be. Resting, right? After a marathon, everyone knows that they get a full week off if they're an elevate athlete. And let me tell you, that does not always go over so well. <laughs> and sometimes it's leaning into playing big for the recovery side, right? Um, so it can look like a lot of different things, but ultimately what you want to be doing is moving the needle forward in your life and in your training and doing something that gets you a little bit uncomfortable that makes you sweat a little bit, but it is something that is attainable because you want to create those consistent wins.
0: That's so great. Yeah. I mean, you, you sparked a lot of thought for me and reflection for me and things that I've considered heading into the new year. One of those being that, you know, I, I have to, at some point take a step back and take inventory on where I'm at with my health, with my wellness and like the the foundational pieces that go into pursuing big goals it's really easy to get caught up in like what we want to achieve and how quickly can we get there so for me a big point of emphasis that i'm going to hold myself to and i, I guess i'm going to hold myself to it by putting it out on the podcast right now is that after completing this race in february like i need to take a step back and truly just consider what is best for my health. What are the little actions that I'm taking on a daily, weekly basis to serve my body beyond simply training? Like I'm still going to train and work out and run and lift weights, but I want to do it because it's best for me, not because I feel like I have to bury myself and, and work as hard as possible to pursue a goal. So that's number one. And another thing that I consider is that hard is relative. Like you had a great example of the mileage piece, like a certain amount of mileage for one person could be way too many miles for another and vice versa. So understanding that hard is relative and you need to identify what is the challenge that you need to pursue because it's best for you. And it's something that is in the like complete, you know, ballpark of what you should be working towards and what you can achieve, if you invest yourself fully into it. So understanding that the hard pieces of our lives, the things that we want to pursue, but maybe they scare us a little bit, that is for you to identify and pursue. And then for you to embrace that discomfort and really lean into it. Because through that discomfort, through that resistance, that's where growth is found.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And these are all things that we get to do, right? I think it's shifting the mindset um, in that way of, okay, we get to be strong. We get to believe in ourselves. We get to play big because life is short, right? I feel like that reminder keeps popping up for me most days and life is now and At least for me, one of the most like disappointing and um, well, it's just very disappointing is like being stuck, right? I don't like being stuck. I always want to be moving forward and growing, not only as a human, but as an athlete. And one way to do that is by playing big. So we hope you uh, lean into these three points that will lead you into a stronger 2023. And, you know, feel free to share them with us on social media through Instagram, or social media DMS or comments on our posts.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's a great place to wrap and allow people to do that reflection piece, like really be intentional about it. If your life is a little bit slower right now, even if your life's not a little bit slower right now, find the time to reflect on what you want to achieve in the next 12 months, and how you truly need to get there and simplify it, simplify it, understand that what's on that paper is something that you should hold yourself to. So don't be, you know, uh, like put a lot of thought into what you put on the paper. I guess it would be my main encouragement, because that's definitely a trap I find myself in. It's like, yeah, I want to do this and this and this. And I believe in myself, so I know I can do it. But really consider the work that's got to go into it. The work has to go into every single thing that you want to achieve. And there's only so much work we can put in. There's only so much time and energy we have. So really take the time as you set yourself up for a successful year to consider what it is you want and how you're going to get there. And like Sarah mentioned, we'd love it if you share it with us. If you listen on Spotify Spotify has a cool feature where we can ask questions. So I will put that question uh, down below in the show description and you can let us know what it is that you are working towards and considering for the upcoming year. And then for all other listeners or any other listener who wants to connect with us on social media, you can do that as well. And we would absolutely love to see that because it's really encouraging for us. So if you'd like to connect with us on social media, Sarah, where can they connect with you?
1: On Instagram and Twitter at Sarah Runs Happy and at Elevate Your Running. My last little piece of advice for everyone listening as we head into the new year is just be honest with yourself. What do you want? And Be honest with yourself. Write it down. See what comes out and then go after it.
0: I love it. You can connect with me on Instagram at Myers 12 and you can continue to listen to this podcast every single week. We publish our episodes on Thursdays and we're really fired up about 2023. So we hope that you will join us for it. Have a great week. Have a great start to your new year and have some great running out there.